0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 304 of our Real Housewives of Potomac, season eight, episode three recap. Happy Eddie. I serve as your humble and also gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's recap. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. And as always, with our Real Housewives of Potomac recap, you can watch this audio podcast on video. Head over to the Bryce Isaiah YouTube page click subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and let us know in the comments what you think. JT, Hart, Taylor, and myself are back recapping episode three of season eight of The Real Housewives of Potomac, and it's heating up. I feel like they are really kind of laying the groundwork for what will be the season's drama, and you know, Dr. Jatia hart and myself got to get into all of the juiciness. So, let's get into this week's recap. It's a man who? It's a man you. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who? It's a man you. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And we are back covering The Real Housewives of Potomac Season 8, Episode 3. And I am joined by my amazing, my very smart co-host, Jatia Hart-Taylor. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank
1: you very much. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I just want to thank everybody who listens for having me back again. Yay. I'm ready to get into it.
0: Well, I mean, I
1: feel like
0: in the seasons of Housewives, this episode wasn't a juicy episode, but baby, did we get into some things or some things or some things? We and did. yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, I feel like it definitely delivers. Uh, we are back
1: at Ashley's. I think Shore this was, house. you know, a nice setup episode. But yes, oh. we delivered. We're back. We're back where we started, right? So we're back at Ashley's house, the beach, the beach um, getaway in the middle of the city. Um, and you know, we're wrapping up uh, the conversation from last time. Um, we have Robin, who's there, who's there, who's not hiding from any questions, which I love. She's she not is. hiding. She's not running. She's not doing anything. She's, She's not present. making her man stay <laughs> home.
0: She's present. She available. uh, And she is answering questions. Now, I just want can we say the same about Juan? (laughs) Is he present? Is he answering questions or is he washing some clothes? Is he getting his name done? Juan
1: is looking, examining a dead snake in the street. That's the only thing he is on right now. Um, That's all that matters is the snake in the street. That's it. I mean, it might be him, but he looking at his dead snake in the street. He might be the snake in the street, but he's just gonna focus on this one in his driveway.
0: I thought that B-roll of Robin and Juan was interesting, because I'm like, we haven't had B-roll of Juan, Robin and Juan being so affectionate in a long time. So
1: I was like, hmm, that was just interesting to see. Like, oh, okay. I thought it was really weird, because like, why a dead snake in the street? Like, that's not, that's not like the I felt like they were pulling really hard to show some footage of them together and having like some. And I was like, a snake in the street? That is not what I want, like, my, you know, loving moment to be. But, you know, he was touching her, and we don't usually see that at all, him touching her at all. So clearly, I don't know. Neither of their love languages touch, you know, so.
0: I agree. Well, while we are at uh, Robin's housewarming, not Robin's, uh, while we are at Ashley's housewarming, Uncle Lump has to leave. He says goodbye to the ladies. And Karen initiates a chat with Robin. And I'm like, uh oh, here we go. And, you know, in true grand dame fashion, the grand dame is essentially, in my opinion, the chat is saying you keep my name out your mouth. I'm going to keep your name out my mouth. You keep this institution out my mouth. Okay. We see each other.
1: Oh, man, you stole my line. I was just about to say that. In the word of Mimi we see each other. Okay. Because In the word of Candy you know Harris, we see each other. Right. Right. Bring back a classic housewife line. Um, so basically, if you want me to uh, treat you right, then I treat me right, baby. So there you go. They got to understand it. They both, you know, are not going to bring down the group with their drama, but they will go, you know, toe to toe. So there you go. When you see when these ladies are on equal like that, they know they could ruin each other's lives, so they be trying to bring it back down real quick.
0: Keep it cute. Uh, and as Uncle Lump, Lump is leaving, Wendy,
1: why you acting like you, you don't know how to say Uncle Lump? Now you know you got Uncle Lump. You got an uncle with a weird name. I got, the kids, my kids got an Uncle Brick, you know, so, you know, uh-huh. Uncle Brick, Uncle Lump, you know, somebody, Uncle Tutu, you know, somebody with a funny name. I mean, I th-
0: I feel like, I don't know, I got an Uncle Tony. That, I mean, but, yeah, Uncle Tony isn't our Uncle Lump. Uncle Tony is.
1: You got a funny name, relative, you know that. Boo Boo Bubo. Tutu. Th- well, I got a cousin named
0: Stormy.
1: <laughs> what? Wee Wee. Yeah, you know, we, 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 we we may, we
0: be. Listen, I come you from do? a, ver- I come from a very high vibrational family. So oh, it's like what? my family is very. Well,
1: well, you know, maybe my family is just a little slow or something. We can't keep up. Can't so keep up. it
0: okay. is, w- Wendy is on one this episode, right? Well, essentially at this housewarming. I think it's she's uh, well, now. listen, cause... so we, we need to get there because is it me? Or am I low vibrational? But I feel like there is a lot we're getting a sea of Wendy. All of a sudden, Wendy is good. Catholic. You know, know, she's
1: trying to build her storyline. And I thought it was something. Remember last episode, I told you that um, uh, that old girl was basically trying to build a case for her friend to have beef with Wendy. And I I
0: feel... I wonder if that's true because, listen, you don't be on the Instagram streets, but I be on the Instagram streets, and uh, NECA was in the comments talking about, really? At Ashley Darby, when one of the Instagram sites was rolling back the scenes of Ashley telling Wendy about the Osu. So, yeah. I mean...
1: Yeah, because it was not... It was all Ashley saying, I saw this. I saw that she was Osu, and NECA was just- simply explaining what that was, because Ashley brought it up. Number one, the O2 thing. And number two, the whole, she was asking if you were a doctor. No, she wasn't. She didn't bring that up. You did. And all she did was ask for clarification very simply. Oh, is she a physician? And then you said, no. She said, oh, she's a PhD and kept it moving. But so I don't know, maybe this is good Maybe Ashley is trying to do her friend a solid by giving her a storyline instead of letting her, you know, slink into a storyline like Wendy. And Wendy got to do so much lifting by herself by by pulling out her little rosary, you know, when she never has before and talking about how she a Catholic. Um, I mean, I just think Wendy has to work so hard, so hard for her storyline. And if she was just a little bit nicer and not so nasty, she'd have more of a storyline.
0: Well, I can't remember if it's when uh, Wendy is talking about her high vibrational show and that, you know, it's not for everyone. It is for the, you know, the smart, the articulate and from the her elite. the elite, her, you know, being on MSNBC on Zoom and that, you know, people feel like they need to see her. And so she essentially calls uh, our girl Mia slow. And uh. that comes back later. Uh,
1: yes. That
0: hits home. That hits home. But here's another reason why, like, I don't necessarily love Wendy. I don't love a smart person or, you know, there are some, there are smart people in the world, right? Like, you know, you happen to be one of them. You graduated college when you were 13. You know, (laughs) there aren't many people that are as smart as you. However... I don't feel like you belittle people. I don't feel like you put people down. And Look, I, don't like I learned very else. early,
1: if you uh, want to be a know-it-all and correct people all the time, you could get punched in your face. That's what you could get, you know? So, I mean, nobody wants to, you know, even if you are smarter, nobody wants to be, you know, feel like that. So calm right. it down, girl. And also, you're messing up your demographics. You should, you know, like, your sh- your show should be for the dumb people because you, you know, putting out, like, at least half of the population. You know, yes, half man. of the population dumb, half smart, whatever. But... How, how long has Jerry
0: Springer been yeah. on the air? How long right. has Mari been on right. the right. air? It's right. the low You're- vibrational
1: shows. Right. So, maybe you need to slow down your vibrationals until the frequencies are more spread out so they're lower. Um, that's a little side show. <laughs> um, anyway, but, like, it's not working for you because, I mean, Giselle got high vibrational stuff and she be, her things be popping off. So maybe, yeah, I mean, she got a little vibrational stuff and it'd be popping off and it's popular. And Robin's hats, um, look, I got me one. So okay. clearly even the high vibrational people like little vibrational stuff. So, you know, keep it cute, girl, because you ain't got nothing successful. So don't be, don't be calling people out. At least mm-hmm. me at, at one time. Was a part of a very successful business, <laughs>
0: Okay. She was a board yeah. member. She was a non-voting board member and the Flash CFO CEO. promotion.
1: Right. Okay. So don't don't knock it, boo-boo. Okay. I'll uh, say that.
0: And then it's as if, you know, Wendy was watching last season and was like, How can I get these girls back? Oh, great. I wanna invite all of the ladies. To
1: so, so what it's kind of funny is that sh- her negativity and her putting people off is actually hurting her business because like she could have a business she could have the ladies actually supporting her business which would you know take it to the high vibrational range but you know she can't see how she could put that together um and i think that hurts her a little bit and so of course like the a-hole she is she sits and plops her butt right on the couch in front of the whole group and then invites one of them an additional one of them to her baby's christenings. Here's you my know, thing. first communion. Yes, first
0: communion. Ahead. When I have children, uh-huh. Ain't no I yeah. I invited Nancy, John, and Dick to my children's communion. Like I like, I don't know. I felt like that was a bit of a stretch.
1: I agree that it was a bit of a stretch as well. Um but again, this is the one thing Wendy got that she know will hit with all the viewers and also the other housewives is them cute, adorable children that she now, has. I, so
0: I will say her kids are very cute. Um, I like, you know, I do love the kids. I do love her boys. I do love her daughter. Like, I, I will give Wendy that. But again, I just feel like, where is all of this religious Wendy coming from? Like, I'm right. just... It's kind of like. Didn't you see her pull the rosary out of her bag? That that is that not. first episode when she was in that flower dress, that was like that, and she was like, mm. "I stay covered up." It's giving like it's a a, a, a bit weird for me as to how uh, religious. And again, I ain't knocking nobody. You know, listen, praise to who you praise to. Shout out to Allah. Shout out to Jehovah. Shout out to you know I am. I, um, I'm a spiritual religious person myself, but it's just like all of a sudden it's as if the candle has grown three weeks and you know,
1: we <laughs> are like, like, it's just, it's a three wick. Okay. It's just a it's little weird to me. Very but... convenient. Mm. That's what I'm mm. saying. But, but mm. you know, mm. Hey, each just on, I'm not going to challenge anybody's spirituality, but it seems a bit convenient for her storyline um, we did get to see a very cute picture of baby Wendy um, at her communion. So shout out to baby Wendy with the prayer hands. I love that pose for children, the prayer hands, and then they looking away, and then they got like the halo behind them. Those are the cutest little pictures. So I love, I love baby Wendy with the prayer hands. So um, I uh.
0: I'm not Catholic, we're non-denominational, but seeing that photo reminded me of Easter Sunday when Barb used to get all, well, first of all, we used to usher, Barb used to have us ushering. Um, and so there is funny, cause like, uh, <coughs> I have like some photos of me and my brothers all in white. And I don't know if it was for Easter Sunday or if we were getting ready to usher. Uh, but I do love seeing, you know, little brown <laughs> children all dressed up and they parents, Take, come come, take this photo. Come take it. Like, you know, like, so I, uh, I, you know a- what I used
1: to love? I wanted to be an usher, right? Cause, you know, you get baptized and then at our church, you used to have to, um, start, uh, choose which ministry you want to serve in. And I remember I wanted to be in the usher ministry because I wanted to do the little usher walk. Oh, you know the, I know exactly
0: what you're talking about after the thing. And mind you, uh, rest in peace to my brother Bevan. But when we used to do the usher walk after the, what is it? The, after the offering, like, mm-hmm. you know, my brother, he would be like, unk, unk, unk. and mind you, me and my other brothers would hate it because, you know, the ushers normally have to be, like, you know, it's like, yeah, you,
1: gotta you, gotta be, be you gotta
0: be very holy with it. You gotta well, be not holy listen, Listen, it's non-denominational. So, you know, we could be funky with it, but mm-hmm. if the one person in the lead is, unk, unk, then we, behind him, have to be like,
1: you gotta turn it up. You can't. You can't. You can't. You gotta match his energy, right? But
0: we weren't blessed with those genes, so I could only imagine what I looked like. Um, <laughs> so I didn't necessarily want to be in the usher, the usher board, board ministry. Board. What ministry did you think I wanted to be a part
1: of? Um, the dance. <laughs> <laughs> look, first of all, I clown side side track. Okay, I clown the dance ministry because, like. First of all, them kids can't dance. I love that they are trying and I love that these people are trying, but you cannot dance and then you make it up stuff and all this stuff. So, I'm but not going to lie. Down. I found the dance we ministry, for the mom kind of, ministry, the shaking it. a sheet in, in time to Jesus ministry, um, any of those ministries. I mean, I understand you got to do what you got to do, but I also got to laugh. So I'm just saying, if you see me chuckling in church, you know, it's probably
0: the mime ministry. Uh, I wanted to be a praise dancer so bad. But, uh, you know, being as though my mom was a single mother for children, we couldn't make the required time frame to get there. But fast forward to later in life, you know, we move. I'm older. Not my mom joins the mime ministry at her church. Okay. Uh, Oh, I picture. got video. Oh, Please I had video. Oh. A, uh, Barb, did she have a white face? Oh, she had the white face. But you know, she was cute because she had her curls and then she had her high-waisted pleated skirt with uh, a white shirt. And mind you, sure the younger, like, oh no, yeah, we, uh, Barb was Please, a mind. I love Barb, but I'm going to
1: laugh my ass off. Okay. No, she
0: was I, killing it though. I, she was killing I, look, it.
1: Maybe Barb will change my mind, but that's hilarious. I love that people are not afraid to do that. It's not me. Um, but you know everybody got to do it. Now I would probably just be on the person like doing the video camera. I'd be like on the tech ministry. Well,
0: right. I and so I don't know how we got here, but I was on the audio ministry. So I listen. I used to have to sit behind the controller and I would have to adjust the mics. Uh, you know, and so, but yeah, that's I actually haven't thought about that in such a long time. I remember (laughs) the first time I did it. Uh, our pastor was her name was Dr. Evelyn Graves. And I remember it was literally like my first day doing it. And shout out to Sister Vermel, which was one of my mom's friends. And first of all, I didn't really get asked to do it. Sister Vermel was like, Hey, I I seen you playing back here before. Like you want to do this? I was like, oh I would love to. And then one Sunday she like come here. So (laughs) then I had to sit behind the thing. And so she showed me one time how to do it.
1: Um her passing on the blessings and And you know expanding your uh, knowledge base, which is of what you do with children.
0: The first time I'm sitting behind that audio board, the our minister is like, Can somebody turn my volume up? And I was like,
1: <laughs> Dead face. You're like, Uh oh, it's on me. It. had
0: to come. <laughs> She had to come and save the day. I was like, "Oh my god!" But, uh, but yeah. So, I mean, I do love the ministries. But again, I just, again, like you said, it's very convenient that we are just all of a sudden getting to see all of this re- religious, Wendy. Maybe the yes. show should be so that was religious a fun little detour. Maybe
1: she's tapping back in. Maybe she was on the baptism team. I mean, the first communion team way back when, and she's just like loving it because it's her own kid's turn. So we get this very cute clip of them practicing um taking the holy communion so they do the little wafer on the tongue we got uh, some cross action all of did, that very cute. did you
0: notice their wardrobe before they got into their communion wardrobe while they were practicing
1: uh when the white suits i thought the little boys was wearing white suits So
0: yeah but before they were in the white suits you know, Wendy and Eddie were like, let's practice. And Eddie had on a happy Eddie shirt.
1: I did see that. Yes, a happy Eddie sweatshirt and or
0: shirt. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I think that's the corniest thing ever. Now, more mind you, I normally love when housewives make products that like, you know, you turn something negative into a positive, but just giving the thirst Bucket that Wendy is, I just felt like y'all so corny. But- so, this
1: is again her, like, she's obviously trying to make some, you know, a brand or something, but like, it's just so forced. It's so forced. So, I don't think it, you know, really.
0: Yeah, and it's like, my thing is like, no, you don't wear your Happy Eddie shirt when you're at home with your wife and kids. When you know you are going to be in the presence of Ashley and Deborah, is when you bust the shirt out. Like, I I just, I don't know. My friend Sarah, she thought it was cute. And she was like, one of the kids had it on, too. I was like, but now this is where I'm a hypocrite, because if there is a link of a happy every shirt i mean i would
1: kind of buy it the point is you're supposed to rub it in their face and right be like, you tried you tried to bring me down on this but guess what i am back and i'm better than ever so yeah but it's basically just her trying to get camera time for a happy happy shirt like bring it bring it to the bring it to the
0: arena boo-boo. right so again i thought it was corny however i did think the logo and the white on the black was kind of fresh, though. Like I will have to check Eddie's Instagram to see if it's Look available. me. I'm Happy no. Eddie's shirt. Um, okay. Let's knowing see. their vibrational things, I think the shirt gonna be above my uh, vibrational price. But to say even, you do
1: need to check your vibrations before you buy the shirt, just in case you know your vibration is not equal to the vibration of the shirt. It is a cute little logo though. I will say that.
0: It was cute. I won't, I won't hate on that. Now, mind you, we also get some b-roll of
1: Candace finishing up. Some of her six city tour that she paid $100,000 for. Look, and now I can never, ever listen to anything about her going on tour without thinking she went on tour $100,000. Like, I don't know. That line is just sticking with me.
0: So, again, you know, I keep my ears and my eyes to the TikToks and to the Instagrams. And Drew Sidora has entered the chat. She has tweeted Candace. Someone sent her the clip and she tweeted Candace and said, now how did I get in it? And then Candace uh, replies like, that's not, that's not how the scene actually went. Girl, I rewatched the scene. I don't know in which other way the scene could have went. I don't know how they could have edited that because baby, it was giving you ain't want drew Sedora on your Chicago tour.
1: That's what it was given. So if if that ain't how it went, then they did you dirty. But I think that's how it went. I think I think that's
0: that's how it went, girl. You you sold out Chicago by yourself. You don't need to do anything musically with a Drew, baby. So many people. uh, I was reading this book of affirmations uh, that Wendell has got me, and it there is something in it that basically says like there are so many people that are trying to like. Lower your up.
1: vibrations. Uh-huh. Or like,
0: you know, so many people are trying to like collaborate with higher vibrations when actually the vibrations of the people on your level and like maybe even what you would deem lower than you are actually the real connections that you should be making. So again, you know me, I love me some Candace, but like, girl, don't, don't do
1: that to Drew. Like y'all. Drew you, been in the game. Sorry. <clears throat> Drew been in the game, been on the game, right? The she had to guess star on the game. Um um so like don't knock her because she's been in this business and you knew. And, and why would you knock anybody's hustle?
0: And my thing is girl you and shout out to the baddest Trina cuz you know I love Trina. Okay. Represent for the ladies all yeah, bro. I, I, woo, woo, pull over that too fat. Woo whoop, put over that. Okay, dumps in the truck. Thighs like, what? Well, ain't hope got more booty in the butt. Cisco made that song when he see me in the thong, the thong, 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 thong. Hey. I ain't like it when the booty go. Like a pro, stick him on the bed, throw him on the floor. Turn on the camera, start the freak show. It's the fat, look fat, sick. I say, whoa, I gotta pass up. Juvenile couldn't even set up. Whoa, little, right, whoa, little mama be loaded. I gotta, and I know right. how to hold it. You heard me? You wanna my children still in the, in the house. house. Don't be using the curse word. So I didn't cuss. I did not oh, okay. cuss around the children. Right. I okay. said, I, they, all, uh, they almost um, gone. They... Five seconds later, i uh, just see his son will come in here and be like, Mommy, what? <laughs> what is the best? Uh, What does, <laughs> what, what
1: does do this, who, who
0: pull over? Um, and so, again, Candace, you're doing these huge collaborations with Trina. And again, I love Trina, but like how successful and how well did that do? Think about if you were to collaborate with Drew and you brought all the
1: housewives people yes. in it like you know what i mean like stop like so, I, 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 you know what so this is the thing even with um her when she brought you know the housewives that she was doing it with you know they supported her even though she got you know a trash box mouth um and all that other kind of stuff remember she had Dottie in there look she if she had uh in more videos it'd be hit. but again this is again about collaborating and not being dirty because uh, look everybody on the show to get the coins. Um, so, you know, good for her. I hope she don't ever have to spend $100,000 again. Um, and yeah, so she's back from tour. She's invited to the christening. She so, is. Yes. We
0: also get to see Giselle with Grace this season, uh, and Grace getting ready for to so going off to college. And again, I really do feel like, you know, i people, first of all, people just hate Giselle. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why, but. I don't just I will, hate
1: her. I like, I like, like, I like, I love it in the scenes with her daughter when she opens up about her family life. I will give her that. I like that about her. I don't I don't hate her across the board. I will say that. I don't hate her. Like the only one I, I pretty much hate across the board is Candace. So, you know, I can even agree with Dr. Wendy sometimes. Um, Candace, I just think, oh, she just has a, a sort of mean spirit. She got a lot, a lot to learn. But, you know, that's another episode. I'm sure that will, that whole thing will come back. But wow. I love the scenes with Giselle and her daughter. She really has great relationships with her daughter. You know, she's talking about going to the parties <laughs> um, and how Grace wants party clothes. And Giselle's like, well, are you going to the parties? And then she conveniently reminds her mom, you went to the parties, right? You went to the parties so much that everybody was coming up, uh, talking about and referencing how much you partayed at Hampton. So look, look Grace, get her birthday. on I love it."
0: What what uh what was the name that Karen said that they gave Giselle at Hampton?
1: I don't know, but she said you are a hoe from Hampton. I remember that when they was at the table. I was like, wow, a Hampton hoe. Wow, I've heard of those. Never, you know, I don't know. No, I'm um, uh, I don't even believe in the whole thing, the whole whole thing. Whatever, have your fun. And listen. Grace should too. So go get you a little cute dress, Grace girl. Be out there, do what you
0: do. And uh, yeah, it's exciting just to see, again, it's been eight seasons. So it's almost been like, you know, seven and a half years. And so it's like really getting to see the children grow up is, uh, again, some of my favorite parts about these shows is that like, you know, we really get to watch these children grow up before in front of our eyes. Uh, Karen comes to visit Miss Mia at the apartment.
1: Yeah, the
0: 2,000 square foot. Or and it foot is, is very interesting because I guess when Karen gets there, the kids, you know, Mia is getting the kids together and then Gordon comes back and, you know, Mia is sending Gordon off with the kids and it's very much giving because Mia says that due to their, you know, lockouts of the accounts that, you know, they had to cut back on the nanny. And it is very much so giving that has Gordon got a part-time job with his own kids being the nanny? The nanny, yeah. The nanny. Yeah,
1: there was a um, Lifetime movie about this, about, you know, a down on look man becomes the uh, default nanny to his children, and he's a man.
0: I think, you know, we actually
1: don't know if that's a Lifetime movie, but it should be. Oh, my God. Well, mind (laughs) you, you could have sold me. But here is the one thing that
0: I will say about regarding the husbands on Potomac. I think Gordon is the most involved father that we see on Potomac, right? Like I feel like he always with the kids. His interest is always about the kids when he ain't being ah, you know uh, when the tongue ain't yeah.
1: out when his tongue is put back in his mouth, he's always about the kids. No, I like Gordon even though you know i could I could see less of his tongue, but you know, we all got wishes and wants um uh, but. He is on it, you know, when his wife has company over, he's like, I got it. I'm going to take the kids out. No hesitation, no groaning, no, you know, I'm trying to pedal back. He jumps up and takes the kids. I I like to see that. Um, So, yeah. And then Mia brings up mm, mm. um, Wendy's comment about vibrations and speed. Mm. So um, she brings up that the comment really literally hit home because her son has an IEP, which is an individualized education plan for those who are not familiar with the the children, uh, child school speak. But it's basically when your child needs special attention, um, they document it in an IEP. So she says that her child actually has some language development issues and that kids at school have called her son slow. And so that remark from Wendy really hits home. And this is This is the thing. Wendy was just giving out a plain old, you know, regular disc, and she didn't know how that was going to hit home, but it did. And so this is why you have to, you're supposed to be careful with your words because you never know what people are going through and how that's going to land with them. So yeah, it it felt kind of bad because, you know, one day this kid is going to see this and, you know, he don't want to see his mama being called slow, but also, you know, that might make him feel, you know, some kind of way that, his mom is getting teased about it and in a roundabout way, he's getting teased about it.
0: You know, I love the kids. You know, a lot of my uh, professional career has been in the welfare and safety of the children. So that is something that I definitely get behind. Now, I do have to be honest. I am not buying what Mia is putting down. Yes, I do believe her son may, you know, have an IEP. And yeah, he might be going through whatever he's going through. And and I'm sure Gordon and Mia are getting him the support that he needs. But I am sorry. I am not buying for a second that at that lunch with Mia, with Wendy calling Mia slow, I'm not buying that Wendy, that Mia was hurt. It is giving very much What can I use for a storyline to drag Wendy is like kind of what I am getting from that. Like, I don't believe that Mia is really bothered by that. And I believe I
1: I think um, uh, that Wendy's a bitch. How about that? (laughs) I mean, that's that's down to it. I mean, she always said something bogus. So this is just one more bogus thing that she said. So whatever. Um, I think if if uh, Mia wants to use it, she can because she said it.
0: Yeah, I just I I definitely don't feel like it bothered Mia, and I definitely feel like me. This is something Mia is like, oh, I'm gonna use this, and I'm gonna like this is something that I'm gonna use for my storyline. However, I do agree with you. I do agree with you regarding Wendy. Like, I don't like somebody that like, again, you think you're better than somebody because you're smart.
1: Like, eh, like girl, actually. Well, you, you should go- never think you're better than anybody uh, because what is better? One person's better, you know, what's right. it? Maybe like, I mean, get out of here. Everybody got preferences and that has nothing to do with it. So- I
0: agree. And then we get to Candace, Wendy, and Kiara. Kiara.
1: Kiara. Yeah, all of apples. All about
0: Kiarna. Uh, yeah. And mind you, now, remember when I told you there is a bra coming? I really think the bra is potentially with Kiarna and Deborah. Oh, so just you know keep-
1: what? That would be, uh, you know what? That's good foreshadowing because I don't know why Kiarna here. I don't know why we care. I don't know why we have a whole flashback to Kiarna. Uh, when she was asked somebody- a question at Wendy's... That clearly, um, that clearly
0: uh-huh. Wendy was like, when the cameras is on, ask this question at my face. Right,
1: right. And Planting questions, girl. We know that trick, okay?
0: What I also so, love is Candace being like, oh, she's amazing. We love, oh, she's so real. Look,
1: clearly, Kiana was a candidate at one time and again, just like we see Ashley trying to sell NECA, NECA, no, I has, think NECA is sold. Uh,
0: NECA got a peach. She's trying, Correct. To, sell so look She's trying Candace to sell Debra. She's trying
1: to sell Deborah. Look, Ashley did what she what needed to be done. Okay. And so we see um, Candace trying to sell Kiana. Um, and there's some foreshadowing. So clearly Kiana is at least here to stay for the season and has a part to play. So they're at the bar, they're drinking, they're getting the whole download um, about all the meetings and, you know, things to come at the bar. And also they start talking about uh, oh crap, I forgot who was at the party it was Kiana, Candice, and um, Wendy and Wendy. So they're getting all the download. They're talking about things to come about. She brings up NECA,
0: right? So she does bring up NECA. Uh, she just she does say that there's this new girl that she doesn't know who is, but she clearly knows her. She talks about Ashley in this moment, about how Ashley said that she brought up these things. And you might not like Candace, but Candace has the read on Ashley down pat because Candace was like, well, listen, girl, I would take what Ashley is saying with a grain of salt because she gets a corona in her and And she starts swirling the truth. She starts swirling. I also read online that was like, anybody that. Is saying that it was the alcohol in them from one Corona. I don't trust them again, talking about Ashley. Uh, but and mm-hmm. so Candace really has a read on Ashley, and then Wendy is saying that you know Ashley will be there, and Candace is like, I don't really want anything to do with her. Um, they need yeah,
1: to-, to make a new song for Ashley. Give me one Corona, you know, and <laughs> I'm gonna like open this. my
0: legs, give me two sure. Coronas, I'm gonna talk to Ebo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, very interesting and. They, uh, Wendy, again, invites Kiarna to the- Right, everybody
1: invited except them chicks she don't like, right?
0: And so, but again, it's very important to remember that, uh, Robin threw a kickball game and she was not speaking to Wendy. So, Wendy was not invited. And so, you know, of course, Wendy was like, it's not- No, she, it was,
1: was because her kids were not invited that she left her kids out. Remember, wasn't well, it? Well,
0: Robin yeah, said and auntie- they- Auntie Candace could can bring the kids. Uh, and so yeah. this is a very calculated move uh, in Wendy's.
1: But you know what? It seems, don't know, when Wendy does stuff, it seems very calculated because when Robin ain't invited, she's like, I don't like her. I ain't inviting her. And when Wendy doesn't invite her, she's like, oh, she didn't invite my children. So I'm not going to invite her. Why don't you just be like, I don't want them there. Like, why it got to be a tit for tat? It's always right. a tit for tat
0: as well. I mean, that's Dr. Wendy's forte. Uh, and so they are, you know, downloading her on all of that. Uh, Candace says what she says about Ashley and like you can't really trust her. Uh, and so interesting, very foreshadowing-esque. Uh, and then do I uh, so we then
1: go to Karen and Ashley. Sharp.
0: Karen and Ashley. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. in the Arden, not Arden B uh,
1: Ann Taylor. Uh, it was M.M. LaFleur. So I actually know this shop. They went to M.M. LaFleur.
0: Not surprised.
1: <laughs> they went to M.M. LaFleur, which is supposed to be workwear, professional wear. So M.M. LaFleur is definitely not party christening, uh, first communion wear. So I'll say that. So when I saw them at M.M. LaFleur, I was like, okay, somebody got a paid endorsement or something like that, trying to make a connection, trying to get something for free. Because M.M. LaFleur it's definitely not a shop that I would see Ashley as seeing as she really has no job. And, um, I mean, so any of them actually, cause I don't know, like it's, it's more like an office job, you know, like what you will wear to the office wear. um, and I, don't, I haven't seen, maybe that was Karen
0: office. trying to say, Ashley needs to get. You some need to get a job. Over
1: here. <laughs> Right. And Ashley even amidst this, she's talking about like, um, I don't know, you know, I usually like, and Karen says either the booty or the breast showing. Um, and these this is not a booty or the breast um shop. So she goes in, she has her new boobs, and she admits that she doesn't know really how to cover her boobs. So also excuse me. Wow. Wow, all this shadiness is making <laughs> me crazy Um, and she basically admits that she doesn't know how to cover her chest. I get it. Um, and she put picks a very middle-of-the-road office wear. Probably the spiciest thing they had in M.M. LaFleur because they had it on a pattern. And it looks nice, but it ain't making the cut-in. As you see, she don't wear it to the the communion. But more importantly, they discuss, and Ashley actually admits that um, she might have been a little bit messier due to the her corona intake, um, which we ain't buying because we don't seen you get messy. Um, but that she might have been um, a little unfavorable to NECA in her discussion with Wendy about the about Osu, the Osu business, and also about the whole, uh, her doctorate thing. So she admits that to Karen. And she also says that she wants to um, actually clear the air about that. So that's nice that she put it out there that she was being messy and it wasn't the way that she meant it. Um, So that's good.
0: So So uh, we get to the communion.
1: We get to the communion. We get 2.3 seconds. Yeah, very nice clips. We got the priest. We got the kids with the prayer hands. We got them doing the communion reception hands. It was all very nice. We see the priest in their um, yellow robe. So we get where the color yellow was coming in. And then we cut to the reception after Um, the communion, and we see Wendy in her white evening gown in the middle of the daytime. So does that look like an Easter dress sort of dress that you're used to, like a dress you would wear in church? I don't know. Is that what they're wearing in the churches these days?
0: I mean, maybe. There's a lot I don't know about. Maybe in the high vibrational churches, that's what they wear. So I don't know. know, I came from a very low vibrational church. We shouted. We, you know, we praised dance. So I don't know. I thought it was very interesting when we get to because Bravo is shady. Like Bravo editors are shady. When we get to the brunch, the first person we see is Wendy's sister, right? The second person we then see is Wendy's mom. And Wendy's mom is talking about, I'm giving a prayer because she she birthed them. She birthed them. Now, now, two things. "Hmm." When she said that, two things I said, when I saw Ashley, when I saw Wendy's mom, I said, "Is Wendy vibrational? Uh, because baby,, Wendy's mom is about four shades lighter
1: they than you. First. okay, I was wondering if anybody was gonna bring this up. I was uh, like, mm. I was okay, like you... mm, excuse me, um, whoa, hmm, wow. I was like, she has been hitting it hitting the lightning cream. Like, super hard. Nobody said anything about this. I was like, this is crazy. I was this like, woman she looks crazy. She looks crazy. She looked in Sammy said- Sosa. You know how Sammy Sosa just started using those dyes on his skin? And he looks crazy. And I'm like, nobody's going to say something. But, you know, you can't, I guess you can't say nothing to your mama about her lightening her skin. But she ain't my no, mama. So I'm going to say, it. What about the oh blue gosh, eyes? It looks dangerous. It looks dangerous. And also, it doesn't, like, your skin is beautiful the way it was. And it doesn't have to I be mean, lighter. I mean, yeah. Better.
0: I just, and I know that in some communities uh, that the skin lightening cream is, like, really, really big. Um, and again, it just kind of, for me, it just really reinforces the you know, European beauty standards. And so it's just, for me, very interesting, right? And the blue eyes. But when her mom said that, like, I'm giving the prayer because I birthed them. And, you know, Wendy kind of just looks like, okay, mom, I had a flashback to the first season when we met Wendy. And I was like, oh my God, do you remember why Eddie's family isn't around?
1: Yeah, because they fell out with the
0: mom. And so it's like, And so I'm like, it's all making sense. Then simultaneously. Like they ain't never seen the
1: kids, the grandkids, none of that. Yeah.
0: Because of Wendy's mom. And now we do this neck and neck while the brunch is happening. We also have Robin and Mm Neca meet, like they having a little lunch. And I like this little duo. And at this brunch or at this lunch with Mm Neca and Robin, um, She reveals, I guess. First of all, Robin is like, let me do my recon because these girls is coming from me and Juan. Let me do my recon. And so the first question Robin asks her is, Do you know Wendy? Because it seems like when y'all met, again, how even Wendy walked in, it was like a very like, "Mm, how you doing? Nice to meet you. And NECA is like, Well, no, it's not the first time we met. And actually, my sister-in-law, cousin-in-law,
1: cousin-in-law is friends with Wendy's friends. Sister. sister. Yes. And then and then receipts come out. Boom, flash the picture. Like with cousin-in-law and Wendy's sister and Wendy and Happy Eddie. Um all three couples just smiling, doing the prom smile and everything. So And it is being said that, and again,
0: NECA is saying like, I'm not saying I know Wendy. I'm saying like, I know who she is. I've been around her. i met her. I've met her. And so Robin is like, well, that's weird. Like, why would she then be like, she don't know who you are or make such a stance as to not knowing who you are. And so it just all unfolds and makes sense. Then we then realize that Wendy's sister, which is ironic that when we get to the brunch, the first person we see is Wendy's sister. I'm like, Bravo, y'all are not slick. We did learn
1: shadiness. Yes.
0: That Wendy's sister is calling the cousin in law, basically being like, why is NECA throwing Wendy's name around uh, and acting like she know her and all this stuff? So it is very clear that Bravo was shopping NECA to be a potential housewife and I think that NECA was basically saying like I have connections to Wendy like you know our families know each other and da, da, da. And it's is it's giving very much in my opinion Wendy wants to be the only Nigerian queen on the show and has done everything in her power to stop NECA from coming on the show but girl you must not watch Bravo enough because when you put up those resistance you better
1: ask Teresa because they will put your sister-in-law on the show and not even tell you yes so this is the thing like what's funny is that like again Wendy and her demographic girl get your demo together because like you want to be the only this, the only smart one. You want to be the only Nigerian. You want to be the only this, the only... Like, girl, get your demo together. And really, you need to get your allies. You do know the girl. I mean, maybe y'all ain't besties, but you met her before. You can at least... I admit it's to that. giving Nini
0: and Phaedra, Phaedra's first season. I'm from Athens. I'm from Athens too. No, what
1: well, was funny? She was like, "Oh, you were a few years ahead of me." Yes, you.
0: You like, went to school with my oldest brother, and you were a few years ahead of him. I'm 49. Oh, okay. We don't have to go there. We can. I, yeah. I'm 49.
1: That yeah. So. I just think, like, Wendy, stop doing it, girl. Because that's the, you know, like, why I don't know why Wendy always has to come to me from a place of negativity, I think. Like, she's just so negative. She's, like, she's getting into Candace territory. I only got a couple of good things to say well, about Wendy.
0: Well, listen, it seemed like she get her family to do the dirty work because...
1: Here they come. It looks
0: like... Popping off. The phone calls did not end at her sister. Apparently, no, now Apparently... Wendy' mother got on the line Look, and said... Red bone,
1: had, her red bone mama then jumped into it. Okay, newly red bone, so she's empowered. And mother. I
0: believe, and it's, for me, the shady thing about it is, right, when you hear NECA telling this story, you're like, it it sounds unbelievable. Like, girl, you're making this up.
1: Then, no, it sounds very believable, but you know what? What is so funny to me is the Godfather-esque lines that NECA repeats um, that his mom said, do do I I pray for you? Do I ever pray against you? I was like, oh, that sounds like some somebody like a uh, Nigerian mama, you know, ethnic mama I said, Do I ever pray against you? And I was like, Oh, uh, oh and then God. it was like pray against me. And then
0: bravo pans to Wendy's mom giving the prayer the, of the children that she birthed, and then she say, you know, the things that she's saying in this prayer, in my opinion, Damn. are like it, they yeah. don't really like, why are we saying this negative energy? It right, talking like about it, no weapon formed shall ever prosper against you know, anybody in this room. Now, I believe it's no weapons formed form. against me shall prosper. Yeah. Like, you know, what, what the devil meant for bad, God meant for joy is normally like, you know, along the lines of what people say. Not nobody, everybody in this room that can hear my voice is protected
1: from the. I was just like, girl, was giving a little little prophetess, you know, like, so, I mean, yes, her mom is a lie. You know, like, just when you think you can't top daddy. Okay. Here we got, uh, Wendy's mommy who is building shrines and, um, threatening to pray against people. So, like, that's, that's serious.
0: Again, it's like, you don't want to believe it. Then it's like, you physically see Wendy's mother, right? Like, she's morphing into a different person in front of our eyes and it's like, Bay, bay. So again, I say this episode might have been a mid episode, but it was a foundational episode because I just and and it all makes sense. Right. As to why now all of a sudden we're getting this God fearing, get my children blessed by the Lord. It's as if Wendy knew this is coming down the pipe. You Know because clearly her sister and her mother had been calling and threatening this girl, so Wendy
1: knew or she knows it's coming the of blessings on blessings. So, and yeah, so I she's mean, it to- was, I agree. I think that in this episode, the background characters carry more water than our housewives. Um, between Kiana and um, what Deborah and Wendy's sister and Wendy mama and G. Everybody was adding to it, so I think yeah, it was a foundational bringing up all you know, listing out all the issues that will come into play when we do get the big, um, you know, clash. Which I'm hoping you know is not too far off to be quite out.
0: I just am curious to see how Wendy is going to uh, dodge these mid vibrational waves that are coming her way, uh, but again. Real Housewives of Potomac is shaping up for a great and epic season. And I'm so happy that we are covering it here on the Purple Pants Podcast with our PhD, Jatia Hart-Taylor.
1: The high vibrational, very fast, not slow, uh, (laughs) Jatia PhD. So I am excited to see what will happen this week, next week on the Real Housewives of Potomac. I will definitely be watching because we know it's going somewhere good.
0: So, yes, we will be back next week covering episode four. We appreciate you so much, Jatia. Where can people follow you? What you got anything cooking we should know about?
1: Um, I got some mac and cheese cooking. Thanksgiving is coming up. So I'm on mac and cheese duty. So I just did my Instacart job and am getting ready to do that. And I hope that everybody has some time to think about what they are thankful for this Thanksgiving. I am thankful to be here with you, Bryce. Did you know that? You know I love you.
0: I love you as well. I um I just, as you said, what you were making for Thanksgiving. I just happened to think of prior to us pressing the record button, Jatiya's son was sitting in that chair and I was asking him some questions. And uh you know it just seemed like the vibrational levels uh were off. But like I'm this- a le-
1: was he said that he was um, eating Costco for Thanksgiving. Yes. I mean, that's just the only store he knows. He knows he's eating mommy's mac and cheese. So, whatever. Don't be trying to try me. What you cooking?
0: I'm, I actually am cooking the whole. And first of all, you talk to a bar, you know I'm doing the whole Thanksgiving spread this year. I, I
1: asked you what you're cooking.
0: The whole spread.
1: No, you're ordering the whole no, spread. No, I'm doing. <laughs> listen, oh, you, you know, know what? Know it's
0: your vibrational.
1: Whatever. Whatever. Like, let Check his Instagram Thanksgiving, people. people. Check his your, Instagram and see
0: what he your, cooks. Uh, Thanksgiving vibrations just don't meet my standards. And what so, al- you know. Whatever,
1: whatever. On what? that
0: level, on that level, I'm not going to pray against you. <laughs> I am going to pray for you.
1: Thank you. And I pray that everybody sees us next week so we can continue our discussion. Love you, Purple Pants Podcast. Love you, Bryce.